listening to Unscripted, the film show. Man, I'm walking here! I'm walking here! Here's Johnny! Ah! You're gonna need a bigger boat. I'll have what she's having. Wanna hear the most annoying sound in the world? Good afternoon, evening, morning. Good night. Good night. Wherever you are. Goodbye. I'm going. Goodbye. (laughs) Uh, You are listening to Unscripted, the film show, possibly the longest running film show in Perth. (laughs) Maybe. Potentially. Potentially. More than likely, it's the longest running film show in Australia. I'm going to put it out there. Dispute it if you're listening. Yeah, if we're wrong, just just come and and tell us. Tell us. Put put your proof down. Yeah, Yeah, say something to us. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. I'm sure David and Margaret have taken breaks. I know that there's times where they're they're not on TV Mm -hmm. or anything like that, so I'm assuming it's us. So (laughs) there. Yabu sucks to you. And that is the voice of Lewis. Hello. Mm -hmm. And Rachel Hello. is here too. And I was and listening to your show. For, oh, sorry, you're Cecilia. No. Yes, I'm, I am. I was listening to your show from last week um, and I remember listening to it and you were saying, oh, I don't know if, if Rachel will listen to this. We'll have to ask her or um, I hope she's not listening. I don't know. I can't remember exactly what you were saying. What but I was like, oh, to. I must remember this so I can comment <laughs> on it on today's show. And, of course... I have no idea what you guys were talking about Ooh. now. I don't even know what you guys were reviewing. I can't we had remember quite a anything. Bit on last mm. week's show, um, it did. It was a busy show. It was a busy, busy, busy show. The weird, weird thing is, is, I actually listened to the show as well um, because I was driving on the freeway and it came on to my my podcast. And mm. uh, and I'm not the kind of person that picks up my phone to to change. The, the, the podcast because that's like illegal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, oh, well, I'll listen to, uh, to to myself and Cecilia, see what it sounds like on the other end. <laughs> it's uh, always entertaining. I must admit when I listen to it, I'm entertained by it and I'm like, no wonder people listen to us. We're yeah. good. <laughs> We're pretty entertaining, yeah. we, we like to say. Um, and modest. We did have some issues though last week, didn't we, where we were talking a lot off air and then suddenly we were back on air again. Although, to oh, Oh, no, no, it remembered? wasn't. It was a couple of weeks ago. Uh. There was a couple of weeks ago when I wasn't here and you guys did a show and there was this part in the show where you kind of, something got mentioned. I was like, oh, I'm not going to include that. And then the way I edited it was just beautiful. <laughs> um, and I was like, she credit edited to me. Us. Um, but it, it was the way you said something later down the track that was perfect for me to cut between that mm. and Blast them together and it was just flawless. But anyway. <laughs> Seeing um, how the sausage is made. Yeah, we do a lot of behind the scenes here at um, <laughs> Unscripted, the film show. We uh, get prepared. No, we don't do anything really. We just come in. We, we try to get prepared. We it's, do. It's, uh, well, yeah. we've seen a couple of films. So you have. We have. We've got... Um, Shiver Baby. Shiver Baby. And we've also got... Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. Two great films. Should we talk a little bit about streaming services for a moment? Because, Lewis, I'm sure you and Kat have watched the first episode of Ted Lasso? No. No. For once I've watched something before? Yeah. We have have (laughs) not uh, watched the the first episode of the second season of Ted Lasso. So I I watched it and I'm feeling like I would like to not watch any more because I want to binge it. Um, right. Like, I don't think I can wait episode by episode. I want to binge it. Isn't that the good thing, though? It's like, like you watch it and you go, that was great. I can't wait for next week. Um, it, it's that, That's why I like it. It is in some cases, but yeah. um, I think because I binged the first season, mm-hmm. I feel like it's the only way to watch it. 
So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll I see. I, I still need to watch Loki. Yeah, I can't so. like Apple TV, though. They're doing some uh, some good work there because they've got uh, uh, physical Yes, well. which I am also watching. It's quite <laughs> um, enjoyable. And they've got Schmigadoon, which we spoke about last week. No. Yes, I do. Rem- <laughs> I was listening to you guys talk about and I was like, oh, I really need to find this and, and watch it because it sounds right up my alley. It was so weird though, on the way home because I went to my mum and dad's for dinner after the show and then Kat and I were dri- driving home afterwards. I was going, yeah, yeah, we talked about that TV show. Could not. I, I, I mentioned it <laughs> about 20 times on the show and could not recall the name of it when I was in the car with Kat. It was you really annoying. You used your quota. That's I did. why. I did. I was like... You sh- actually did mention it that many times and then you couldn't remember. That's hilarious. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> on the show, I was like, schmickadoon, schmickadoon, schmickadoon. And then get in the car, I was like, yeah, that show. <laughs> 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 It, it happens. Oh, it's so uh, frustrating. To the best of us. It, it yeah. really, truly does happen to the best of us. I was, I, my memories are not good at the best of times. And the next day I was going to a, a work function, like a, a CIA. Uh, there's a, a thing called the CIA in Australia, but it's not cool like you would expect. Yeah. It's not the, uh, you know, the, the Central Intelligence Agencies. It's the Concrete Institute of Australia. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, as I, I went to the CIA. It's like watching concrete dry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, went to nice. the, I went to the dinner and um, I was so a little bit paranoid just going every other event they have there's people always wear badges because I'm although I work in sales I'm terrible with names Mm. like um, and always paranoid about getting someone's name wrong. Hey, you. And Kat came with me. So I was, I was like going, oh, I really hope they have badges there because like if somebody comes up up to us or anything like that, it's just like, ah, they're, they're, that's what hey their name you. is. Hey, you. Yeah, mate, uh, <laughs> dude. But, you know, it's, it's okay if you're by yourself. You can probably mm. get away with that. But if you're with someone else, you've got to go, oh, this is so-and-so. Ah, yeah. That's, that's where there's a problem. Then, then you need to make sure your wife uh, or your partner is, uh, is versed in uh, going um, – Oh, yeah, I'm uh, Lewis, Cat's wife, and you are. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> did she? Didn't need to. They had uh, they had name badges, so it's, it's all good. It's all good. Brilliant. When I think of like those big kind of get together like um, business things, I'm just remembering. You guys haven't watched Superstore, have you? Not yeah. No. Mm, I tried to watch Parks and Recs, by the way. I could not get into it. I I think it might, and I understand it's from the guys who did The Office, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like Superstore is from the same people, but I think the difference is, I could be wrong there, um, it's its not a mockumentary. It's kind of your, yeah, it's a proper show. Whereas you watch The Office and Parks and Rec mm. and it's a mockumentary and I just I couldn't, I could not get into it. Did you not get in The Office either? The American Office, no. The British Office, yes. Right, okay. Weird, because I like Parks and Recs, but I can't quite get into The Office. Mm. So interesting, isn't it? It, I think some some of it is the awkwardness. It's Mm. like, oh, God, stop, stop. Um, And I think because it's a mockumentary, Mm. but whereas you watch the awkwardness in something like, say, Extras Mm. um, or Superstore, and it's easier to watch because they're not talking directly to the camera or pretending to be real people. Mm. It's like, oh. No, it's, it's strange. I didn't get into Parks and I got into Parks and Rec. I love that. But I didn't get into the office, the American office. Mm. Uh, I did watch the British office though. And it, because it was so condensed, you mm. know, it was only like two or three seasons mm. and then a Christmas special. So, yeah. But the American one, I just, yeah, didn't get into that one. Yeah, same. Interesting. Mm. Mm. I've been now uh, mm. watching uh, Sexy Beasts on Netflix which is, is a new sex? dating concept. Oh, no. Now, I don't usually watch these bizarre TV shows, but this one caught my interest because really the way they do it is they wear these ridiculous costumes. So you can't actually see the person underneath. 
So you don't don't see their body at all? Because I saw these masks. Yeah, the masks they're just masks. And obviously, yeah. So, yeah. And um, <sighs> right. yeah. Okay. And it's that's just, how they date. So it's all about connection based on personality and things <laughs> like that. And then they reveal themselves kind of towards the end. And a lot of people are like, oh, I should have picked that one. Or it's quite bizarre, but I I find it really interesting. Some of this and and the commentary that they have throughout is is quite. Can they fun. see through the mask? Yeah, they do. Because so they, they do, can still see like the body shape yeah. of so they could yeah. still be making judgments on absolutely no fat chicks yeah absolutely yeah and, and there probably isn't any fat chicks anyway yeah they're pro- uh, that's the problem with these dating shows they're always so selective well that's about because who they a lot of the people who are going for these kind of shows are mm. just wanting their fifteen minutes of fame true and um, fat chicks like me have already got an awesome husband they don't need to go on a dating show. <laughs> <laughs> We, we get the really good ones. It's See, I've always thought, random thought, <laughs> if you're really, really hot, which thankfully I'm not, I would hate hey. that. Uh, I'm not. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm lucky. You know, you watch all the Instagram models and all that sort of shit. I'm not one of those people. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't say that word. Um, but I wonder uh. if the more attractive you are, the more you get all of these dud guys who are trying to go out with you because of your looks mm. and so you have to work your way through a lot of rubbish people mm. whereas I always just got pretty good boyfriends because they were in it for the whole package not mm. just for like what I look like. Good theory yeah because mm. I mean I yeah you do you watch all these dating shows you know The Bachelor, um, Love Island or whatever it's called anything and they're always really incredibly attractive people mm. and you just think wow wow how shallow like can't you get a date? They can. They just are They're not just, getting very yeah. good ones. They're, I mean, I, I don't watch any other of this kind of rubbish. It's uh, that one. I just wanted to give a bit of a go to because I thought it was a bit funny. You know what? Everyone's got those shows that even though you know, technically know it's rubbish, you can't help yourself. Yeah. It's like the junk food of TV. Yeah. Like I'm still watching Catfish and every episode is basically the same, but I cannot help myself. I have to watch, <laughs> watch it. Catfish. And... Uh, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. Sometimes the joy about watching reality shows, though, is, and correct me if I'm wrong or if this is a real terrible judgment, but sometimes I like to just look at other people's lives and go, my life isn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I feel like that too. I had to stop watching The Real Housewives of New York because I'm like, these ladies are so mean. How can you be friends with these people? Mm. They're all horrible to each other. Mm. I'm like, oh, my God, my friends are awesome. <laughs> I think it helps you appreciate sometimes oh, what yeah. you have and, and, yeah, so I don't know, maybe it's not a bad thing. I, I think the the, the, the dating shows, um, for, for my money, it can't go past uh, Perfect Match. Uh, you know, oh, back in the day. Showing uh, your age there. Back in the day, basically, uh, it was <laughs> a, a big, uh, like, uh, board uh, that separated a uh, a man or a woman mm. and on the other side there was three people mm. and they asked some questions and then based on their responses, they chose one of them to go on a date with. And then Dexter would come out, this robot, and, and he would, uh, like, tell you how uh, closely matched they are. Oh. Yeah, it was, yeah that, that, that was exhilarating. Is that like, you know, television. when you get your, your two names, your name and uh, the person that you like, you put 
So your name, loves, and then the other person. Mm. And then you see how many L's are in both names, oh. how many O's are in yeah. both names. Yeah. Pretty sure, pretty sure that's how it worked, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's on one side of the spectrum was perfect match. Uh, and these days, since 2016, uh, in America, not America, in England on the, their, their Channel 4, uh, they have a program which is the opposite of the program you're talking about mm. where your people are wearing more things to cover up what they look like everything like that <laughs> this show is called naked attraction and the way this show works is that you've got a, a person there who's the the person who's going to choose who they're going to go on the date with and then you've got these uh, other like these cylinders i guess mm. that are lined up and i don't know if there's like eight of them or something like that there may be six of them uh, but there's multiple cylinders in those cylinders is a naked person and then they uh, they th- then they raise the, um, uh, the, the, the 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 thing up so because they can't, you can't see the naked person they raise it up so then you can see their lower bits mm-hmm. and then they get judged on their lower bits oh wow and what? Then, then they raise it up and then they get judged on their upper bits and this is men and women by the way so mm-hmm. in the tubes they could be either men or women uh, and then uh, they they raise up you can see their, their their face and everything like that and obviously you've got to cut them uh, at each. Uh, bit so they, they're the lower bits they go I don't like those lower bits they're out and then the next one goes up and then they got the, the middle bits I don't like those middle, middle bits they're out and then they got the face I don't like that face they're out <laughs> um, they do actually get a chance to talk to them at some point uh, and then they can judge them a little bit on their personality just a little bit yeah. not it's, much but though. that's really oh. that comes down to like your one they're trying to like you know get across their personality without seeing their bodies this one is basically just that's what I like. So I'm, I'm going to go for, for that person because that's the body type I like. I, I've dated two conventionally good-looking men. My husband is hot, so he's, he's different. <laughs> um, but I've dated two conventionally right. good-looking men and both of them had zero personality. <laughs> they did not last long mm. at all. Personal, it's all about personality, honestly. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. You're listening to Unscripted, the film show... Sorry, we're just talking about uh, cats and dogs. Yeah. Cats and dogs. Speaking of cats and dogs, there's a movie coming out soon. Uh, oh, I forget the name. Animated Animals Talking. <laughs> no, no, it's actually not, that. thankfully. It's um, not your worst nightmare <laughs> at all. It's a film that's going to come out early August. It's called We Don't Deserve Dogs. Oh, yes. Um, oh. And I think it's going to look at, yeah, just dogs around the world, I think. Or, a com- yeah, an odyssey. Across our planet, looking at the simple and extraordinary ways that dogs influence our daily lives. That's like that TV show that you find on cable in in America. That's just puppies. <laughs> oh it, man, doesn't that exist? A TV it station does. Just like I cable feel station. Like, yeah, and they're like, or is that the Puppy Bowl that they also play during the Super Bowl? I don't know. Okay. I don't live there. I'm just making up wild stories. <laughs> I just yeah, I think it's going to be great. I like to see. Um, yeah, I mean, dogs are such a service animal, aren't they? They can help us in so many ways. They are. I mean, I've, I've uh, owned a couple of dogs and uh, lots of cats over my life, and the cats are kind of like do everything by their own terms, mm-hmm. whereas the dogs are more there for you. Mm. You know, they're 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 part of the team, uh, whereas cats are like playing their own game. And they're happy for a bit of a cuddle. Like you can't. My cat will happily hop on your lap, you know, on her terms. But if you pick her up for a cuddle. No, no, she's not interested yeah. at all. So Don't touch her and she'll come to you. So. Touch her and she's not my, interested. My cat's nine, nine, 
19 years old and she's just decided now that uh, the best thing to do is do random meowing but make it sound like somebody's killing her. And, and so you're just like, you know, it'll be one o'clock in the morning and all of a sudden you just hear this cat like she's dying. Yeah. And then she'll just stop. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're going to get the RSPCA called on you. <laughs> they do it talk to that cat. No, oh. very, very, very noise-proofed house. It's all oh. right. <laughs> She's so sweet. I can't believe I now have a cat and I'm a cat person because I was always a dog person. <gasps> I know. I like my cat and I like your cat. Mm. But, That's it. Uh, <laughs> other people's cats, I don't know. Like I don't want your fur on me. <laughs> I've got enough cat fur, thank you. Ghost's different. <laughs> She's special. Yeah. She is She's special. She's a very special cat. <laughs> she is a special, <laughs> special cat. <laughs> Should we talk about a movie? We should. Well, we've got two. What should we delve into? We only have two. I thought we had more. Sorry. Shiver and uh, Jungle. Only two. Oh, okay. Shiver, Shiver and Jungle. Mm, Shiver um, Jungle. I don't Shiver mind what we start with. Well, we'll, we'll start with your one because I, I didn't realise and I, I haven't prepared. I haven't haven't centred myself properly. That's all right. <laughs> I can talk and it'll give you a chance to um. Shiver Baby. Is, is prepare. So it's Shiver Baby, although I, I feel like some people say Shiva. Shiva, Shiva. Shiva. It is um, really, it's a Jewish mourning period of about seven days. But um, this film just focuses mainly on the, oh, it's not a reception that you go to, is it? After someone? Awake. Yeah. Is it, cause don't they like sit shiver or something like that? Yeah. Where they go and sit yeah. and, yeah. Yeah. So it plays out in real time and it centres on Danielle, who is this college student and she makes a few extra bucks uh, through kind of this sugar daddy scenario. Um, You know, she's at university. She's just trying to make ends meet. Um, But meanwhile, she's also on her way to a shiver. Um, And for Danielle, it's one of those situations where her day just keeps getting worse and worse and worse as it plays out. She's got her bickering parents to deal with. Uh, her ex-girlfriend's there as well. You know, the Jewish community is quite small. Mm. Uh, lots and lots of nosy family members who are kind of, you know, asking her those questions. Have you got a boyfriend yet? Are you working? You know, <sighs> all dear of hell. Yeah, those questions that everybody hates. Uh, but not to mention her uh, sugar daddy also happens to be at the Shiva uh, too with his wife. So everywhere she turns, something's going down. So the film kind of almost feels like this panic attack or this, you know, everything's closing in on her. You know, every time she tries to catch some fresh air, you know, she's cornered by somebody. But I guess that's what makes it so funny. Mm. And there's, you know, that real sense of claustrophobia as well for the character. She's kind of stuck in this house with all these people around her. And, you know, there's a scene between her mum uh, her and her mum, for example, and she's kind of debriefed on how to answer questions about her disorganised life. Oh, so God. her mum kind of gives her a bit of a script to go by. You know, you're not studying arts and, you know, whatnot. You're studying this and, and trying to kind of make her seem better than what she is. I think Jewish parents, or they're at least perceived as being quite... Um, they try and outdo each other, I feel, but uh, especially in this film, they do. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a really funny film. I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer to this one, but it kind of yeah, it all plays out in real time and just all these funny moments that seem to happen. And yeah, she kind of descends into this little bit of madness as everything is happening. But yeah, it's a bit of a black comedy. I think that's how you mm. would describe this one. Mm. 
Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, credit to the director though and writer of the film, uh, Emma Sallyman. She's only 26. Oh, wow. Her feature debut. And look, I'm really, really interested in seeing what she comes up Jeez, with Jeez, what was I doing at 26? <laughs> Not making a movie. Not make. I just, yeah, I just think it's incredible. But, but she's clearly drawn on some of her own life experiences mm. here because it's so personal. I always wonder when you get stuff like that, whether the parents go and watch it and say, um, excuse me, mm. uh, yeah. what the? Yeah. I, I always wonder about that. Yeah, especially mm. when they start giving interviews to the press and they're like, yeah, this was drawn on my life. And then, yeah, all the people that are in that film like have been portrayed that way. You know so. what's coming back to me? The Farewell, you know, with Aqua yeah. Vina. Um, I, I, I know I say her name wrong every time. Well, I think that's Aquafina. right. Aquafina, yeah. Aquafina. Yeah. Um, because it just, there's a water in America called Aquafina so, or Aquavina. So it's like, I get confused. Anyway. Um, because that was based on a true story about the grandmother who was dying and no one would tell her. And, of course, the movie comes out and the grandma's still alive and so that's how she finds out that she got cancer is that the movie came out. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, they – so she originally wrote a story and presented it on NPR's – this American mm. Life, and then um, obviously it got picked up. The script got picked up, and I guess she kept thinking her grandma will die before the movie yeah. comes out. Um, but she was a stayer that one, mm. and um, yeah, so that's how she found out. Awkward. Wow. Weird. Yeah, I think she was only given a few years to live, and then lived just mm. well past what she was told. Yeah, so yep. that's a real interesting film, and just even cultural look. Yeah. At that, because I think they still do that. How can yeah, the, yeah. would she not sound mind? Is that why the doctors didn't tell? No, her? so it's a it's a cultural thing when the if there's I don't know whether it's just older people mm. or um, when somebody in the family is sick, the doctors are all in on it. Yeah. They tell other family members depending on how sick the person is, and um, the person who's sick doesn't find out. They either have like they're given medication or uh, I don't know the specifics of it. Mm. Maybe they only do that if it's terminal and they're like, we can't give them anything, they're terminal, it, it'll happen soon, so let's just not tell them. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's full on. Because I suppose think about like finding out you've got a terminal cancer and you've maybe got a couple of weeks to live mm. and the hell of knowing mm. that the time is ticking Tick, tick, ticking. I think I'd hate that. Although so maybe they're, they're doing it kind of to save them so they can enjoy the rest of what life they have left and not dwell on the fact that they're about to die. Although if you did know that you had uh, only a certain amount of time left, then wouldn't you tr- try to make the most of it? What would you do if you got told you had two weeks to live? I'd go to Disneyland. <laughs> Can't do that. Well, at the moment, it'd be naked. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's what you'd do? Yeah. I just got to enjoy myself. I, I mean, what's I mean, what, what else are you gonna like? You know, spend your time wallowing in the fact it's like you've got uh, limited time as it is mm. as a person. Like that's one of the things I've always said is like you know make the most of every moment. You know, make the most of your time because mm. you know you, you can you know as far as like money goes, you can always make more money, but you can never make more time. So yep. make the most of it. And if you're told that you've only got a year to live, uh, a month to live, a week to live, then find the way to make the most out of that time. Mm. And, and like the, the the least 
uh, useful way of that, using that time is by wallowing in the fact that you, you're going to die. So if we're all going to die. If <laughs> I had all the money in the world, I'd go back to Italy. Mm. So I get the travel thing. But I'd also, um, I mean, no one's uh, paying for this, but I would go to Rustico's for dinner most nights in Rocky <laughs> Camp. <laughs> That's oh, good food. Oh, yeah, food. Mm. I would eat, like, all of the best food. Mm, mm. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Mm. It doesn't matter if I give myself liver cancer. Oh, I've already got cancer. Oh, exactly. I'm going to die. Try all the drugs. The, <laughs> try all the drugs. <laughs> try all the drugs. There are movies where they've got people who are dying and they're like, or they're old, and they're like, I'm just going to take drugs now because I'm old, mm. I can enjoy it, and, you know. Isn't there a documentary coming out soon about, like, an old people's home or aged care facility and all of the people on drugs? I've, I don't know, but if there's not, I'd like to see that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there is. I will research that. You can score Shiver Baby. <laughs> Just, um, yeah, briefly on Farewell, though, I do remember that film and I remember the interesting thing about it is that the grandma, um, the subject of the film, she was so happy and living her best life, but because everyone around her knew that they, she was dying, they were all sad. Mm. So it was a mm. weird dichotomy. Yeah. Like a really weird, interesting... Like, she, she was happy like, everyone had come to visit yeah. her. This is great. She, and she was trying to give all this advice and just be upbeat and everyone around her, because they knew, were like really, really sad. And I was like, that's so... It, it was a really bizarre thing. Mm. Um, but Shiver Baby, it is out now. And look, I've been waiting for a little gem all year to wow me. And I think this is it. I'm going to score it uh, five bagels. Wow. Cool. Yummy. Yummy, yum, yum. We actually got bagels at the media screening too, which was really cool. Did you get get a schmear with it or just... Um, What's a schmear? I have no idea. Isn't that just a schmear of like cream cheese? Yeah, Yeah. I had cream cheese on mine, but there was like salmon and everything Mm. there. But yeah, I just stuck with my simple cream cheese, which is great. I do like bagels though. They're pretty good. They're good. But I hate to be one of those people. They're better in New York. Oh, I bet they are. Mm-hmm. I bet they are. They're so like dense mm. and kind of flavourless here. But there, yep. it's just like, oh, now my mouth is watering. It's a proper bagel. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think if I was dying, I'd probably go to New York and get myself a proper bagel. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Well, you go all around the world and pick where you want to eat things that you've yeah, never different eaten before. foods and things like that. That'd be really cool. Escargot in France. Escargot. Mm. Um, That's all I can think of right now. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, yeah Escargot five. and Frio. There was a, there's a good French restaurant in Frio. It's true, but yeah. if if you can travel to have it yes. in France, yeah. why would you not? Yeah, imagine exactly. being like, yeah, I had Escargot, but in Frio. Yeah. <laughs> Just down at Frio. You're listening to Unscripted, the film show. Ah, bagels. <laughs> I do want a bagel now. I love bread. <laughs> I literally could live off just bread for the rest of my life. Uh, I would agree with you there. There's nothing like a good piece oh. of bread with really big dollop of butter. Oh, I made pumpkin scones the other week and I was just in heaven. Mm. Um, yeah. It is good. Yes. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, but it's, it's one of those things we should eat. eat. Well, so uh, you've got something to, you've got to, something, you've got something to break. Breaking news. Breaking news. It's called Some Kind of Heaven. America's seniors have discovered the fountain of youth. It's in the village uh, in Florida. Of course it's in Florida. Um, Some Kind of Heaven explores life inside the palm tree lined streets of the villages, America's largest retirement community in Florida, referred to the, as the Disneyland for retirees. This planned community uh, is home to... 
whoa, holy moly, 130,000 seniors. It offers off, it offers residents a utopian version of the American yesteryear, wide, safe streets, perfectly manicured lawns and countless activities, all in service of enjoying their golden years. Um, but, yes, then it goes on to... Um, some other stuff. Ooh. So is it a doc? It's a doco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a documentary and it's out. Um, it'll be showing at Luna Cinemas um, from August the 12th. So so I'm assuming there's a lot of senior sex and drugs happening in this place as well. <laughs> I think so. There's a, there's a guy called Dennis, an 82-year-old bachelor living out of his van. So, yep. <laughs> Just fun times. Oh dear, mm. dear me. There's some, there's some crazy stuff out there happening in the world. Oh, good, good, good for them. Good, good for them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, what are they going to do? Sit around and watch bloody Judge Judy? <laughs> I don't know. Can you imagine though, retiring and going back into like the 80s and like this is my favourite era. I'm retiring. This is what I want. Yeah, That's cool. could you go back to the 80s though? I mean, could you remember the 80s? Like, you know, there was, you know, if you're lucky you had a video recorder and you could go to your local video shop and get videos out, um, there was, you know, no internet or anything like that. Well, you I mean, with you would have the comforts that you have now, but there would be a lot of 80s themed things. So I think like in this Palm, uh, did I say Palm Springs? Anyway, this Florida place, I think it's designed very much like the 50s and 60s, like that kind of aesthetic. Mm. And I know there are... Um, retirement villages, I think somewhere in um, in the Norwegian countries. Mm. I'm really bad with remembering which one, but anyway. Scandinavian? Scandinavian, that's the word I'm looking for. Thank you very much. Um, where they have the place set for a particular era because they find that people who have dementia or Alzheimer's um, end up, you know, having a better mm. life mm. there because yeah. it's all the music they're familiar with and everything like that. And by the way, people, it's Alzheimer's, not old timers. Mm. Just putting it out there. I heard someone say that recently on a podcast mm. and oh, it yeah, sounded like they too. genuinely thought that's what it was called. I'm oh, like, no, no. 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 Anyway, <laughs> that was my public service announcement. Well, it started off very positive and, and, and nice and then it went all, all dark. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. <laughs> themed themed retirement homes. That sounds cool. I'd like to set mine up in like a gothic mansion. Ooh. That'd be cool. Yeah. And obviously yours would be, you maybe you would go here. No, no, I think I'd, I'd, I'd prefer like a, a, a more cityscape kind of thing, like yeah. a, a metropolis maybe. Oh. Yeah, yeah mm. that'd, be, that'd be cool. Mm. Uh, but anyway, yes, we, moving let, on. Let's move away from from those kind of things. Although I, I did see, like, uh, recently. Sorry, this is a, a death thing, so I apologise, Cecilia. But I, I saw that the, the you know caskets are generally pretty boring kind of things, mm. except for that bikey guy who put dollars all over his, uh, who put like fifty dollar notes, and that was a bit gauche. But anyway, um, the uh, one of the companies that makes casks in Perth is like making them now with like uh, pictures of Cottesloe and stuff like that on it. Oh, nice. So we're not too far away from them making like, you know, caskets where you could have one like an Iron Man themed casket or a Captain oh, America yeah. themed casket. It's like, yeah, that's what you want is, is like to go off in a bit of style. and uh, No, just put me in a bag and chuck me under yeah. a tree. Put you in a bag and chuck you under a tree. Yeah, yeah. Haven't you, you seen, be, you, you know, be, six feet under. Do you want to be cremated or do you just want to get put in a bag? And well, <laughs> whatever is the most environmentally friendly way of doing it which is 
you have to bury me pretty quick. I don't want to be filled with formaldehyde and all that sort of stuff. It's not good for the environment. Mm, mm. And like, mm, yeah. It's not. They have like, you can, I don't know if you can do it in Australia yet, but like environmentally friendly burials. So you wouldn't do cremation because that's not great. Uh, and then why buy a casket when you can just dump me in the ground? Yeah, but you have and to, let me become the fertilizer yeah, for the tree. I'm pretty, pretty sure you have to get uh, cremated first before you do that, because because imagine if they just buried somebody. And I saw a cartoonist did it where somebody just got buried and they planted a tree over them and then the tree grew up and all of a sudden, like, uh, the, 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 the skeleton just came out of the ground. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, so I think, I think like, uh, if they did do that, they'd have to figure out some way well, They of, could uh, freeze you and then, like, smash you to bits. Ooh. Although, oh, my God, but then, what a thought. But, but then there's the power and electricity that goes into freezing mm, you. Yes. Not very much. But I'm sure, you know, did you watch the full se- uh, series of Six Feet Under? Yes. I'm sure that Nate's character was looking into um, environmentally friendly funeral services and I'm sure there is one where you basically put in something like a hessian sack um, <sighs> and then you dumped. How you? How are you coping with this conversation? Do you know, I watched, obviously I watched old. Yes, how did you um, go with that? And I got to one, it's a one hour 48 minute film and I managed to make it to one hour and... 30 minutes before I had a complete breakdown. Oh, my God. Um, but really? I still watched the entire film. Um, it was only when there was a real sentimental kind of moment towards the end where I was like, <laughs> like just like hyperventilating a little bit. But that's okay. Look, I faced my fears and that's the only way you do get over things is to actually expose yourself to them. So. That's, uh, of course, M. Night Shyamalan's new film. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan. So the other night... Speaking of M. Night Shyamalan, um, I was like, oh, I'll just put the telly on. I have nev- haven't had it on for ages and just tidy up the house and just whatever's on can be in the background. Mm. And, of course, Signs was on. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm sitting down now. <laughs> I guess I'm going to watch this. Yeah, you and, can't And then I was it. like, I was reminded about how free-to-air TV is kind of good in some ways because it has the ad breaks and you're like, right, I'll get up, do some washing and then I can come back to the movie, back and forth, back and forth. That's Cool. Yeah, that movie is a trip. Right, film. Um, swing away. <laughs> uh, yes, swing away. Um, it's creepy though, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's, really it's so creepy. creepy. I always just love the scene where Joaquin Phoenix is watching the TV mm. at the kids at the <gasps> kids party, yeah. and the alien walks past, and he's like, <gasps> and his reaction is so gold. Yeah, and uh, just there's so many good things about that movie. Really, the good. kids are wearing the little. Like tin, hats. Al- tin, tin hats and then the next morning their uncle's wearing one. Mm. It's like it's it's good stuff. And then that's the weird thing about like, you know, the car hitting the lady and then she's being yeah. kept alive and together with the, with the truck. Yeah. You don't remember this? I'm not sure. I've, I've seen Signs. Word. Have you seen Scary Movie 3? Yes, I think so. There are a lot of the references in Scary Movie 3 are in Signs. Right, okay. Um, so, yeah, the whole Charlie Sheen being a priest on the farm. Yeah. And the rapper guy, he's supposed to be Joaquin Phoenix. It's kind of double, but he's a rapper, not a farmer. So spoilers for a movie that's in date here, uh, years old. Um, Mel Gibson plays a priest whose wife has died, um, but she died in quite a horrific manner. She got hit by a truck while she was walking Mm -hmm. and she's pinned 
between the truck and the tree and the police basically call him out and say she's still alive at the moment but as soon as we move the truck she'll die mm. um, because it's keeping her together. Like that's – what a yuck thought. Mm. Like mm. is that even possible? Uh, yeah, is it? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Uh, it's a big race. Anyway, let's move on, shall we, to, to more joyous things. Nice, more joyous nice things. Lead like The there. Rock. But nice. I do like Scary Movie 3 when they rip, rip that off. It's quite funny. Mm. Um, the, the scene where, um, sorry, I know you're about to review a film, but there's this part where um, in Scary Movie 3, Tom's character goes out to see his wife who's pinned yep. the tree. So that scene is ripped off. But the guy who hit his wife is sitting there. <laughs> he goes, uh, Tom, I'm going to need a ride home. <laughs> Who would ask for a ride home after you've just hit and killed their wife? But anyway, <laughs> this it's guy hilarious. apparently. Um, and then in the original signs, it's M Night Shyamalan. Yes, that's actually the guy that he's hit. really good in. It. It's a very small role, yeah. but he's very effective. He always plays really small roles in his films. Mm. So um, yeah, he's um in Unbreakable. Anyway. Moving on. Um, yes. To Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. But before you get to that, no, I'm totally <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I will throw my tissues I at you. Al- I think you almost did, yes. <laughs> um, okay, so to Jungle Cruise. Uh, this is a film that we've been hanging out for to come out for a very long time. It's actually supposed to be released last year. Mm. Uh, it was filmed during COVID, wasn't it? Nope, pre-COVID. No, pre-COVID. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it was supposed to come out last year, but it got uh, yeah delayed, obviously, because they wanted an audience. Mm. <laughs> um, and uh, But it, this is, a, 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 yeah, a great movie. Um, I think that Disney was kind of like trying to find its next Pirates of the Caribbean franchise uh, mm-hmm. kind of movie because those ones, you, know, you obviously had like a big um, lead character with Jack Sparrow played by Johnny Depp uh, and you could, you know, Make the movies around him. Uh, in this one, it's a, it's more of a double header where you've got um, Emily Blunt as Lily uh, Horton and Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Frank Wolf, and Frank is Skipper Frank, and so he runs the um, uh, a, a like a jungle cruise company. So he takes people for uh, cruises around the, the the jungle, and but he sets up in in South America somewhere. I or? believe it is South America. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, he uh, like sets up these like things uh, for people for things things to happen during the cruise and that sort of thing. Um, so it's very much like the Jungle Cruise ride at Disneyland because Disneyland is you're going through different kind of rivers uh, around the world and you know you're seeing elephants and then you're mm. seeing hippos and crocodiles and all that kind of thing. Lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! Um, but uh, in this one. They're not a lot. Not a lot of uh, other um, creatures. You see a lot of snakes, and uh, you see um, piranhas and stuff like that. But yeah, I just realised I didn't see a lot of you know giraffes and elephants and mm. and the other things you see in the in the actual uh, Jungle Cruise ride. Uh, but it still does. It still feels reminiscent of the ride. So if you've been on it, you'll you'll notice certain things um, and there, there's some uh, Easter eggs in there for people who, who, who know the ride but if you don't know the ride you've still got the, the plot of the film which is uh, you know it's it's not there no, no the plot is great it's uh, mm. you've got uh, the thing I don't want to say, say too much about but so you've got Frank he does a, a jungle cruise uh, around this you know area um, it's got a history of there being like conquistadors coming there to try to find this magical tree ah, and this right. magical tree has healing properties and so, so for centuries people have gone there trying to find this tree because 
it, it'll literally heal any like you know issue you've got. So it's like Rapunzel's hair. Well, does it? Does Rapunzel's hair heal any issue you've got? I don't know, but she certainly helped Ryder out with a scratch on his arm. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but, yeah, so so they're all looking for that, and that's what Lily is looking for is this this magical tree. Uh, and so she comes to um, this country, and I'm just I'm not sure exactly where the, the country is. I think it's probably just like, you know, random South American because kind of place. Because you've mentioned conquistadors, um, I'm going to say uh, – I, I want to say Panama. Um, yeah, I think you could be right, yes. Yeah, yeah because I'm just thinking of, um, I don't know if it's Panama or um, just or Colombia, somewhere up there, um, there was like the the hidden gold. The oh, yeah, yeah. That people used Inca to gold? search for. Was it not Inca gold? No. I can't no. remember. Anyway. Anyway, so, so, we're not uh, historians. Yeah, so Skipper Frank is uh, like he, he does all the bad puns that they do on the Jungle Cruise ride um, and he he's in some money issues because um, a guy called uh, Nilo, played by Paul Giamatti, uh, is kind of – he's like – takes uh, his engine away, so he hasn't got the engine. But through happenstance, uh, Lily comes to his port. He wants a wants a, a skipper and enlists uh, Dwayne's uh, expertise to take her to find this magical tree. But she's not alone. Uh, her brother, McGregor, uh, McGregor is with her as well, and he's played by Jack Whitehall. Yay! And it's, <laughs> it's really weird when you see Jack Whitehall without a beard. I know! It's strange. It's very Very weird. strange. Um but uh, Jack Whitehall's great, but if you've seen uh, Travels With My Father, you can tell that he's channeling his dad mm. because he's very toffee-nosed in this, very hoity-toity. Hoity-toity. Um, and, and so, yeah, it's, it's kind of another, like, uh, Easter egg kind of thing, just enjoying that, that side of uh, Jack Whitehall. But it's a great film. It's got, um, yeah, it's, it's got some interesting bits. Like if you've seen the trailer, you can see it's action-packed. There's a bit of uh, supernatural elements to it. Um, but, yeah, it, it was just really just a, a good, fun ride of a movie. And you could clearly see that uh, Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt have got great chemistry together mm-hmm. uh, as actors. And not only in the movie, but also when they're doing – they were doing some little jibes at each other when they were um, uh, releasing the, the character-specific trailers for their, their characters. And they were, like, uh, pretending they didn't know each other's names and stuff like that. But there's a, a interview today where they're just, like, you know, knocking back tequila because The Rock uh, has a tequila company uh, while they're doing an interview. Uh, and they're just – they, they look like good friends, good buddies, and so it really comes across in the film. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, it was just – it was great. Um, and, of course, you know, all, uh, all films need to have a bad guy. Uh, and in this uh, film, the bad guy was a um, – I think he was kind of like supposed to be like a German prince or – some, something like that, but his desire to go get the the tree was to help the, the Nazis win the war. Although I don't think they ever specifically referenced the Nazis, or they did the war, but not the Nazis. I don't think. But the um, it was it was interesting because it brought certain elements to mm. w- that you wouldn't expect on a river. Um, but yeah, just uh, this is if you like parts of the Caribbean, uh, if you like adventure, because it, it is very much in that. Uh, Indiana Jones kind of uh, vein of movie as well. It's just great fun. So um, it's only uh, PG-13 as well. So I, I wouldn't uh, suggest it for young, young kids. You don't think Bryce would be into it? He loves Jumanji. 
Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe. He's watched I mean, Ghostbusters. It's, it is parental guidance. It's up to you. So. Um, well, I'm a pretty bad parent, so I will <laughs> oh. guide him to all sorts of things that he probably shouldn't watch. Yeah, but no, it's it's a really just entertaining film. Uh, it's got a, a lovely cat in it as well. Ah, um, nice. So, yeah, I am going to give uh, Jungle Cruise four backsides of water. Oh, backsides lovely. Water. Mm. Um, and Central Ecuador is Central where the, um, the hidden gold is uh, supposed to be. Incan hoard hidden from Spanish conquistadors. Uh, Je- it was so. Jesse mm. Placeman is Prince uh, Joachim. Now, uh, uh, when I saw, the, saw him, I was going, I know that guy. Where, where do I know that guy from? What's he been in? Uh, and so I've, um, I, I'm going to have a look at his filmography. Uh, and is that Kirsten Dunst's husband? Oh no, that's no. Jesse Plemons, yeah. isn't it? He was well, in Juice of the Black Messiah. He was in Hank the Cowdog. Oh. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie. Ah, yeah, I think I remember him for that. The Irishman. El uh, Camino. Yeah, the Breaking Bad movie. It was the Breaking a, Bad. Oh, yeah. right, 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 right. Uh, oh, Edgar Ramirez. Oh, Edgar Ramirez. Is that who you're talking about? It? No. 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 Oh, okay. Sorry, I got really excited because I, I really like Ed, Edgar Ramirez. Um, oh, Jesse Plemons. Yeah. yeah, it is Jesse Plemons. Yeah. That is Kirsten That's Dunst's Kirsten Dunst's husband. Oh, really? Is that him? Yeah. It, oh, there it you sure go. is. Oh, he, um, he's the kind of guy who pops up in everything and I think I know the film there. You've seen him recently. It was, um, oh, oh, no, maybe I'm getting confused. Did you see Judas and the Black Messiah? No, I didn't. Okay, I think he was in that. He was in that, yeah. 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 Mm. So there you go. He's in lots uh, of things. But yeah, he just I love pops him. up and I'm always like, oh, <sighs> that guy, that guy. But no, yeah. he's made an, he's great. He's great. He plays, I feel like he plays a lot of guys from Boston. I don't know if he's from Boston, but he, yeah. he sometimes like, he's like kind of like Matt Damon and then kind of like Philip Seymour Hoffman. So yeah. let's put them in families. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know? I, I, I hate to, to, to do this again, but I think sometimes you need to do a public service announcement. Mm. Uh, if you go to the cinema, um, then like the cinema is not your living room. No. So, so if you're in a cinema, don't uh, talk that's an important one. Don't talk. Um, don't use the light on your phone. Yep. Uh, don't shine that around. People won't like that. Um, and if you've got children as well, uh, if you keep the children in the seat, that would be great. Don't let them run up and down the aisles because uh, that can be distracting to other people who paid money to see the film. So, yeah, yeah I'm not quite sure why the, 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 the family who um, had their, their really young child there decided that would be a good how, idea. How old were they? I don't know, about four or five. Hmm. Yeah, but I've got a four or five year old. He doesn't do that at movies. Yeah, but that, that's right because you, you you teach the kid to do the right thing. Whereas some people just go, oh well, you know. If is like we've gone to something before and he's been bored, and we just left hmm. because I I don't want to be an a hole. Yes, yes. So so uh, unfortunately, not everyone is as good as you. <laughs> uh, and in this this case, yeah, it was. Good. Uh, I was lucky because I was on the, the extreme, so I didn't actually notice it. But uh, Kat and, and Eugene, Eugene was closer to the family and, and, and copped the mo- most of it. So they got some glares, I can tell you. Ooh, they got some glares. Some glares. Some school teacher glares. Oh, no. Yeah. They're the worst. You're listening to Unscripted, the film show. You'll have to play more of that soon. That, Just, that particular so you, sweeper? Yeah. Yeah, we will because we do um, – do you want to do you want to jump in here, Rachel? I, I do. Sorry, I was just sending. Um, it's very important stuff here. I was sending a gif 
to my friend who said so um, was talking about how her son likes turtles, so I had to send the gif. I like turtles. I like turtles. <laughs> uh, do we know what we're up referring to? Yes, there's a gif. No, you know. Yes, I like turtles. No, I've never seen that before. What? Where have you been? <laughs> um, we'll have to teach gifts you. Gifs are great. Gifs are great. Um, so, just a quick kind of announcement. I'm stepping back a little bit from the show. Um, I will be in and out um, to fill in and to you know. When I'm desperate to see my friends, I'll come in and chat. I might not necessarily have a movie to talk about. I might just come to press buttons and have a bit of a laugh. Sort of like today. I don't really have anything to talk about. I was just here to not keep us on track. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just taking a step back for a little while. Not too sure how long for. Um, just a sabbatical. Sabbatical. Mm. Sabbatical. Mm. And I guess, you, you know, you've been doing this for... Over 15 years. Yes. That's a really, really Hang on a second. How long you guys been married? Uh, 15 years, I think. Yep. 15 years. Yeah. So, you know, in, in really impressive that you've come in every, you know, week after week. Um, Not necessarily. I've missed a few. Oh, I missed a whole yeah, but when a you whole look, time when I was like uh, pregnant and with a baby. When you look at a fifteen year period, yes. it's um very impressive. So um yeah, the, I mean I I don't I don't speak for you, Lewis, but I don't think the show will be the same. Um, but I'm, I don't I'm, know. I listened to last week's show. It was pretty entertaining. But you know the the fact or this you know thought that you will be here from time to time gives yes. me hope. It's yeah, she's going to bring her A game when she's if she's only in that. Oh yeah. Oh my god. No. Now the pressure's on. <laughs> the pressure's on. That's I can't deal with the anxiety, man. Can't deal with it. Um, yeah. Um, that's 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 uh. So that's news. Oh, that's the news. And Cecilia before she said she wasn't angry, just disappointed. <laughs> I yeah, and I I still stick by that. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes you've got to do these things, don't you? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but you know, and, um, and let's face it, you'll leave, and then a month later, you'll just be like have this longing, this this uh, emptiness in your heart. I think it'll be more than a month, but yes, yeah. I will. And you re- and you realize you'll you'll come to the conclusion of what it was, and it's uh, like my Thursday nights, I need them back. I did um, jokingly say off air, I'm having a midlife crisis because I'm turning 40 next month. So I'm like, oh, God, I need to, like, be introspective and spend some time with myself and figure out what I really want. Next thing you know, you should be buying a convertible, dating younger women. I uh, can't afford a convertible and I like women my age. <laughs> They've had a life, you know. Are we taking up another hobby or are we just going to see no, how things go for no, now? No, just taking some time so yep. that... Um, so that at night when I feel like reading a book, I can instead mm-hmm. of saying, oh, actually I have to watch that movie so I have something to review on the show. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I started this show 15 years ago um, and movies have always been my passion since, you know, I was a kid. And so I just want that passion back because mm. when you start doing it, everyone's like, oh, it sounds amazing you do this, you know. It's like it's, it's great in parts and you do get to see some really great movies but you also – need to be in the mood to see the movies and sometimes when you're doing it on a regular it becomes more of a chore I Mm. guess so I just need to step back and read a book yep yeah and and your passion will you know ignite again yeah I'll watch stuff but I'll start watching stuff for me Mm. you know stuff that I want to watch so more Ted Lasso I guess (laughs) (laughs) oh it's it's a sad day for us all, but um, I don't think it'll be the last last of your age. Oh, God, no. no. Um, you can't get rid of me that easy. Yeah. And look, I mean, I think um, even just 
you know, over the years, the show has evolved mm. a lot. You know, mm. we used to have a show where it was, um, you know, we've turned it into a podcast where we used to have music. Now we don't. Uh, and, you know, since COVID hit, we have really become more adaptable and flexible in what mm. we've, we've spoken about. You know, we never used to speak about what we were watching True. on TV. Mm. It was all film based. And, mm. you know, now we've gone to streaming and we've spoken about things that we listen to podcast wise. So I think it's become a really, it, we've really kept up with the times, which mm. I think has been really great. So. And we've had other people in here doing the we show, have. like um, our good friend Alex, mm. yeah, who went on to bigger and better things, as was the right thing. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> he left us. Um, um, no, but yeah, no, but yeah, no, but, no, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah but no. no. So it's evolved, and you know. We're not seeing as much as we used to, but we still have a lot of content. So, you know, mm. we d- and, you know, prep work. What's that? <laughs> so we, yeah, we, they, we do tend to just come in and... Yeah. Fly by the seat of our pants we is, do. is what we generally do. We do. But no, I think, um, yeah, let, let's see how things go. But, Are you um, telling me that this scroll on this piece of paper was not prep work <laughs> when I walked in and said, <laughs> what have you guys seen? We, there's literally like three things written on that. Yeah. But that's, that's what we do here. But um, look, I think, yeah, I think you're doing a, a good thing for yourself and, yep. you know, you've got a young son, so, um, you know kids too. I oh, know I don't want to spend more time with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I dear. haven't, I haven't, I hope Chris doesn't listen to this. So I'm just going to keep pretending I'm coming uh-huh. and I'm actually just going to go somewhere so I can Happy be by hour myself. Happy hour with the gals. Completely oh. by myself. Mm. I, I like don't ever get an opportunity to be alone. Maybe that's what you should do. Use this hour every week for mm. something else. Yeah. yeah. Me time. Oh my God, that sounds so... Like no. gross <laughs> saying that. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll go back to boxing. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I mean, you and I <laughs> well, will the be class back is next on it week. This time. Yeah. We'll Listeners be back. will have yeah, to listen week. to us. Suicide Squad next week, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. I think, but there's a few things coming out. But um, we we are wrapping up. But um. Yeah, don't fear. We'll be back next week and you'll hear the, the lovely voice of Rachel again. Mm, in um, the sweepers at least. Yeah, definitely. You'll, you'll be the sweeper every week <laughs> and the intro every week. Oh, dear. And I'll just mourn silently. <laughs> um, I've got to get a song ready, guys. Oh, Talk about you yourself, don't, You please. don't want us to sing for you? No, no. I, I feel like uh, I feel like it's a year twelve thing where they they played that song. It's time to go. It's time to say goodbye. And like all the year twelves are trying to hold back tears and stuff. Oh, like that. oh god, yeah. So you know what song popped into my head before? Because you said um, you know with Captain Jack Sparrow, mm. and so I thought of Michael Bolton singing the with the Lonely Boys, Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh my god, you've not heard that song? No. Nope. You have a lot of. I've got a lot of educating to do. I've got some gaps. I've got some gaps. Got you some do. Gaps. Well, we'll um, try and fill the gaps between now and next week. <laughs> Sally's no gaps. No more gaps. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Gentlemen of Pop Culture.